welcome to episode one of Becoming Magic. Uh, this episode's called Allow the Unraveling, but I wanted to preface this podcast by letting everyone know and stating I'm not a professional therapist, a psychologist, a psychotherapist, a counsellor. I am a human and I have had a lot of life experience and I wanted to find the space to be able to share that and maybe it will give you some joy hopefully it will make you laugh and during this journey I think it's important to state that I will be hopefully having some guests and uh, be able to talk to people in their specialist field so I wanted to call this episode Allow the Unraveling because I think it's where, I think it makes sense to start from this perspective because that's where things began. Um, And I wanted to go to the dictionary term of what unraveling means. And there's a couple of definitions that I just wanted to read out. So the first one is to separate or disentangle the threads normally of a woven or knitted fabric, to free from complication or difficulty to make plain or clear or to take apart, undo, destroy, to become unraveled. Now, they're all connected in uh, the, the part of this episode, but the ones that I wanted to really touch on or that I feel is really important to me is uh, to take apart, undo, destroy. Um, and I wanted to start from the beginning i think the last 12 months for a lot of us have been really challenging uh really hard uh, and have been a catalyst for change but i wanted to talk about the resistance and how it's easy to find yourself pushing against what's going on but i think it's important to start with saying in the last 12 to 14 months, there's been so much going on. The pandemic, the global pandemic, and the impact that's had on a lot of us when it comes to work, not working, losing work, relationships, not being able to travel, the fear, the paranoia. There's been political unrest there's been um, unfairness, I guess is the simplest way of putting it, that's been very obvious in the world and has led to demonstrations. There's been impact on the, you know, the environment, there's been fires, uh, there's been terrible things that have happened in different countries. And it all has felt almost like an avalanche of information bombarding us all the time. And for me, earlier on this year, I kind of realized that the speed in which that we were absorbing this information wasn't necessarily helping me. Uh, It was just a constant flow of sad stuff, a constant flow of things that were making me feel even more isolated and even more mad. But before we kind of loop back to 2020, 2021, I wanted to go a little bit further back to 2016. 
Uh, and 2016 for me, I was living in the UK, which is where I'm from, and I was at an engagement party. And it was the day of the referendum vote for Brexit. And I remember I was with friends, family, loved ones. We were celebrating, there was joy, there was love in the air. And towards the end of the evening, as the restaurant was closing, the results of the referendum became very clear. And it wasn't as we'd all expected. And I think, um, like a lot of my friends, we all had a very kind of, oh, it's okay, you know, let's just have another glass of Prosecco and everything will be fine. But there was a doom that kind of crept up on me during this period. There was a feeling of sadness, uh, of darkness, uh, like a cloak that seemed to attach itself to me. I remember being in my own thoughts at that time and thinking I didn't feel I didn't feel like I understood and I felt disconnected. And then I want to move ahead to 2017. Um, not to go into too much detail, but I got married and I had a wedding which I wanted to make magical. And I think me and my partner shared a vision that was to allow everyone to come to this wedding and feel joy and to feel the magic and to share love and to see what you can do with that feeling of love and joy and togetherness. And I remember a couple of days after the wedding going for dinner with some friends and everyone said, oh my god we could just feel the love in the air we could just feel it was like it, it was magical uh and in a very short time things changed uh in i think it was two weeks uh i was informed by my then partner that the marriage was over that the marriage was uh not what they wanted uh, and hadn't been in love with me for some time and i remember literally feeling that the carpet had been pulled out or the rug had been pulled out from underneath my feet and in a short space of time we had to start the process of divorce but the word marriage and divorce so close together uh, and being a little bit isolated from my family I could feel this kind of cloak of darkness getting bigger around me so I did what Julia Roberts did in Eat Pray Love which is one of my favorite movies I escaped I took six months off I went traveling around the world I took a sabbatical uh, from my duties in my job and I fooled myself that I was going to allow the sadness and the anger and the embarrassment and the betrayal and the fear to dissipate. I fooled myself into thinking I was going to be able to find peace in another country. I'd be able to connect to God, if you will, or a power greater than myself. I'd be able to 
take myself so far out of my comfort zone that I would be able to feel cleaner, happier. And I think, or I know, what I was doing was running. I was running from the fear, the embarrassment. I was running from the ghosts of the marriage, the places that we went. I was escaping from Brexit, what would happen, where would I be? And I was running from the word divorce because I never wanted to be divorced. I wanted to do everything in my power to be different than my family. I wanted to be the one person that shone like a beacon in my family that was married and had a strong foundation and had a family and had and had and did. And in that six months traveling, I had some amazing experiences. I took some wonderful photographs and I learned an awful lot and I would never change that experience at all. But it was only this year and last year that I started to realize that I had run. And where I live now, so from my six month sabbatical, I had one week in Singapore and from Singapore I flew directly to Sweden, which is where I now live. And very quickly I had a home, I made friends, I already had an existing network regarding work and I started again. I started to create a version of me which I believed was authentic. I started to fool myself that the marriage, the divorce, the fear, everything was then and this was now. So then we come to March of 2020 and things started to collide, I guess is the word. And it's only now that I can say that these things started to collide positively with time. But from the beginning of March of 2020, my new partner decided to move over here to be with me. We had a dog and I started to have monthly operations due to a surgery that I needed to have. Um, and we started to work from home and then people started to be furloughed. I changed jobs and this all happened in a really short period of time. And very slowly, I started to find myself reacting to this change in, an, in a very aggressive, angry, um, reactive way. And I guess what I was doing was resisting, resisting everything that was happening because frankly, it just felt like enough. It felt like enough was enough. I think I felt fear, isolation, I felt like I was going mad and I don't know why because many people have told me what privilege we have, what privilege I have, how lucky we are, how lucky I am. Um, but I can 
almost pinpoint the moment when I suddenly thought to myself, I've gone mad. The darkness, this cloak that I could feel creeping up over me from 2016 has fully covered me. And because of, you know, our past and because of the the way in which I've learned to live my life, the way to dull that darkness was maybe drinking too much wine at night time, having too many pizzas, um, slowly questioning my own masculinity, my own sexuality because of illness, questioning my place in the world because I was living in Sweden, but I was from the UK and UK wasn't part of the EU and, 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 and. And I think, no, I know that I had started to feel like a liar. I'd started to converse with my friends and talk to them and it would be like a mask I would wear. And I think that I had worn that mask for so long with my family, in relationships. Um, And I often talk about wanting to push a round peg into a square hole. Uh, And it's a saying that we have in the UK. And I think I had been pushing round pegs into square holes for so long. And during 2020 and then into 2021, there was a unraveling. There was an unraveling from around, I would say, November of last year up until very recently. And I was noticing the unraveling, recognizing the unraveling and resisting it. So the turmoil that I was feeling, the change that I was resisting and the anger that I was feeling when it came to all of this change going on around us in the world. I was I was resisting and I think the word unraveling makes us feel it feels like a negative word. And when you go back to the definition that I spoke about that really resonated with me to take apart, undo, destroy to become unraveled. And I was stopping that from happening. And the minute that I stood back and became aware of that resistance, I was able to breathe again. I was able to freely unravel, to undo, to unpick, to break apart and literally break apart but to do it in a way that felt like I was positively destroying parts of myself to be able to put myself back together again. And that to me is magic. And I will talk more over the coming months about the tools in which I've used to be able to do that. And I'm not perfect. I still allow myself to medicate with having maybe too many glasses of wine, maybe too many slices of pizza. Maybe I allow myself to wallow too much in dark thoughts, but I've allowed the unraveling to happen 
and I've allowed myself to be broken apart and I've acknowledged that sometimes you can't put a round peg into a square hole. So over the next couple of months I will start to talk about different areas that are connected to what I believe is magic within ourselves, how we can cultivate and grow and be more resilient and celebrate um, and leading us to what our purpose might be if we even want to know or even if we know or even if we should know so I will finish off by prefacing this by saying thanks for joining thanks for listening and uh, let's speak soon